Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Pack, the official sports podcast of the Nevada Sagebrush. My name is Derek Raird, and your host for the week, and with me, like usual, is Dominic Gutierrez. How you doing, Dom? I'm doing good. How are you? It's been an interesting week in the week of the country, I will say, but hey, it's it, it's week six of mm-hmm. school. What can, what can you say? We're, we're, in, we're in the middle of it. Exactly. Anyway, on this episode, we're going to talk about a lot of the football team because, oh my God, why did Fresno State absolutely pound us like that? But before that, we're going to get into a week in review, starting with Women's Swim. You want to take that, Dom? Yeah, so the Women's Swim started their season on September 30th, going against San Jose State. Despite getting first and or second in three events before the break, the team did lose to the Trojans 61-48. Their next meet will be on October 21st, when they will play against both the University of California Davis and California State University. Women's golf also competed in the Pat Lesser Harbottle Invitational on October 2nd and 3rd. After finishing tied for first out of 22 teams on after the first day, they finished the tournament second with a final team score of plus five, which is five over par. Leia John led the pack, taking first place out of 117 golfers with a negative five score. For their next tournament, the women will travel to Las Cruces, New Mexico to compete in the New Mexico State Golf Iconic Classic. And the men's golf also competed, and they were in the Mark Simpson Colorado Invitational from October 2nd to 3rd. After finishing second out of 17 teams after the first round and tied for third after the second, the men slipped down the ladder. After round three the following day, the pack finished seventh overall. The program will travel travel to Stockton, California to compete in the Visit Stockton Pacific invite from October 17th through the 18th. Women's volleyball competed against San Jose State on September 28th, losing 1-3 to three in, um, in the match. After winning the first set 25-21, to 21, the team dropped the next three 29-27, 25-17, and 26-24. The team has two games in the next week, first against Utah State on October 5th, and the second against Boise State on October 7th. Both of them will be on the road. And the women's soccer team had two games since last week. The first was against Fresno State on September 28th at home. Both teams would score in the second period, ending the game in a 1-1 tie. The second was also at home against San Jose State. This one ended with the pack coming out on top 2-0, scoring one goal in each period. After the two after the two-game home skid, the women's soccer program is on the road for their next two games, going against Colorado College on October 5th and Air Force on October 8th. And finally, the football program took on the Fresno State Bulldogs on September 30th, losing 27-9. Even with the Nevada defense grabbing two interceptions, forcing multiple punts, and getting their first safety of the season, the game spiraled for the Wolfpack. As Fresno State traveled down the field and scored in every quarter, Nevada's offense wouldn't see the end zone, let alone the Bulldogs' red zone, until the last drive. The football program has a bye this week, then will take on in-state rival UNLV on October 14th at home for the Battle of the Fremont Cannon. Always a big game. However, oh my god, am I scared. (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. Especially with how UNLV has been performing so far. They're a lot better than I would have thought. So it's, it's not even just them. It's just how Nevada has been playing in general over their past five games is what's more worrying. It's insane. 
because the first two games, like we we've been over this multiple weeks, so it's not like we're we're kind of just beating a dead horse at this point. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's every single week, it's almost a new version of the Wolfpack is very annoying. Yeah, yeah. The first two games against U- USC again, we've said this multiple times. That's to be expected to be a loss. Idaho, oh my God, that's just a version of the Wolfpack that just felt like they were sleeping mm-hmm. out the gate. Then you play against Kansas. You play a complete game almost, except for that fourth quarter. Yeah. You do great. You're doing amazing. You're you're holding you're holding yourself against a team that was, at the time, I think like a top ten offense almost, if not mm-hmm. top fifteen offense, and you barely lose. Then you play against Texas State, which you give up thirty five unanswered points. We went over that. It's and then you go against Fresno State, which again, they were top twenty five ranked going into this game. They were our first team that we played minus USC that was ranked yep. bef- like before the game, mm-hmm. right? They're 25th. We understand that. But, oh, my God. <laughs> and this that Fresno State game was all on the offense. I mean, the defense did what they could. Exactly. I mean, especially in the first half. Fresno State only scored 14 points mm-hmm. going to the half. One of our safeties, Amani Johnson, he got two interceptions on himself, they were putting a lot of pressure on Fresno State and their offense. And they gave Nevada, they gave uh, Nevada's offense plenty of chances to go out and get back in the game. And except for they didn't score until the fourth quarter in general. And their first score of the game was from a safety. So defense putting in work. Yeah, that game was all the defense. You know, I don't I don't put any blame on the defense. They did their job and eventually they just let up because they were just on the field too much. It it was surprising mm-hmm. to say the least. And I've I but in Brandon we trust. Brandon Lewis was had showed really good signs coming into this game. Mm-hmm. He has shown that he can at least dish it. He can he's shown that he can go run and get those first downs when needed with his feet. Why was it such a different Brandon Lewis this game? That's that was our turning point. And then AJ Bianco comes in. He tries to do what he can, but it wasn't even just like it was the quarterback's fault. Uh, the offensive line. I understand they're young. I understand this is some of their first starts, like of the season. This is like their sometime for some of them maybe their fifth start, mm-hmm. right? But you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't let the Bulldogs absolutely pound you to the ground like that. It, it, your running game suffers, which we saw multiple times when Sean Dollars would run and it seems like he had a good hole and then all of a sudden it gets plugged up. up. Or, um, oh my God, who's the guy that got hurt? The running back that got hurt? Uh, Hayes. Hayes. Hayes gets hurt because he, like, Hayes gets hurt because he can't run efficiently. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, yeah, like, it's 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 so rough to know that if we had a better offensive line or one position player, or not even just one position player, just any position player in any anything on the offense to truly step up and take charge of this game. Yeah, I know. I was watching the first drive, and I think, but the like the tight end dropped like key passes, mm-hmm. so he's not doing the greatest. Yep, late two, <sighs> late yeah, late uh, lot two. They do, yeah. They do, okay. Mm-hmm. And I understand they're trying the hardest. They're not like they're trying to lose games, you yeah. know. Like, not to be rude, they're not the Bears. They're not tanking for Caleb Williams, you know what I mean? Which, hey, that's that's also just a rumor. It, it, why are we doing so bad? 
I understand that our reputation has been more of a basketball school over the last like two years mm-hmm. since Carson Strong and all of them got drafted. Well, not drafted and or signed. Excuse me. But man, it, it is rough to be a Nevada Wolfpack fan right th- right now. I just it's and it makes me wonder just exactly what um, Coach Ken Wilson and just the whole staff what their kind of game plan is because I mean we saw in that game against Fresno State with the offense. First of all, the thing that caught me um, that was surprising was uh, the Wolfpack actually they won the time of possession battle. They, they had, did? They had, I mean, it wasn't by much, okay. but um, their offense was on the field for 30 minutes, 33, 33 seconds compared to Fresno State's, who was on for 29 minutes and 27 seconds. Oh, so it was like 30 seconds worth. Yeah, but they were still, they, I mean, when you look at it, sure, it's not much, but they obviously clearly had, especially that first drive of the game, that lasted pretty much almost all the half of the half that first quarter yeah they knocked their it first down like drive. 10 11 minutes and after all that they punted the ball away yep. and then between that and how i was mentioning with you know kind of what the game plan was because bianco came in in the second quarter lewis wasn't hurt he just subbed in and bianco played for a little bit and then lewis came in to finish most of the game and then in that fourth quarter when it was more of a blowout uh bianca came back in and he's the reason why we scored that touchdown um in the final seconds so right well i i would just like to know one obviously it just doesn't feel like this offense has any identity because they can't even it doesn't seem like they can even commit to a quarterback i mean lewis only had 70 passing yards 25 rushing yards and then bianco came in went with 97 passing yards they they just this offense doesn't have any identity and with the weapons around them there should be no excuse yeah. between the running backs and the wide receivers it i really just falls on the game plan i felt like and what exactly that coaching staff is planning and trying to produce offensively because they just like i said there's no identity they just seem lost and i don't know like obviously the the team identity can come from almost anywhere <laughs> That is that's a given, but it just feels like there's such a disconnect right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on back there in the football program right now. I know like Wilson has historically always been a defensive coach, yeah. whether that means like that's his actual position or during his coaching, he was always a defensive coach. Mm-hmm. But it's it it just seems as if there's no communication, like 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 no one's showing up or talking anymore mm-hmm. with like between anybody. I think I remember seeing Wilson on the um, CBS broadcast when they played Kansas. Mm-hmm. I think I remember seeing like him just look over to his offensive coordinator. like, what the hell are you doing? Like, what was that? Why are we calling this? And I'm like, there's that much. And I think I mentioned that um, in that episode, too. I think it was like episode two. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, is there really that much of a disconnect between this like, offense yeah. and this? Like, our defense, uh, our defense is getting revved up, obviously. But why... Why does it seem like there's so much of a distance yeah. between what's actually wanting to be done versus what's being produced? You know what I mean? Especially with a, like the highly recruited offense that yep. we had. Mm-hmm. I, mentioned, I, I guarantee you I mentioned that a couple times on here too. This was an offense that was set to supposed to rival two years ago. Yeah, our draftees. Now, of course, not everybody was supposed to be drafted from this. You know, from this team. But there's still a little bit of 
like there's still a little bit of like, hey, these people are good. We could possibly make a run. And we're currently sitting on an 0 and 5 record. It's annoying. It's frustrating. And I think now, of course, I kind of overreacted on my Twitter. I calmed down after that game. Okay. <laughs> so I should probably take down the tweet. But we have a bye week this week. So hopefully the team takes some time to relax, to chill, and hopefully set some game plans up because we're going up against UNLV next, like yeah, next week, at home, Fremont Cannon, one of, arguably the biggest game that we have on our schedule. Yeah, and those games. What can we do? UNLV, yeah, they're always they're just always tough. I mean, any conference game you play, it's gonna go either way, no matter what. But obviously, UNLV meaning how much it does to the program and the university in general you know i hope that this bye week is hopefully it's that spark factor that you know they have that extra week to prepare for them so it's one of those things where you know and they needed it you know and losing to unlv that that's going to spark controversy no matter what throughout the university but doing it this year especially and continuing the losing streak that's just not going to sit well with anybody and you're really going to start seeing people under fire yeah and even like um uh the defensive player redshirted himself because i don't i again you can't you can only speculate the reason as to why i don't think it was mentioned in any article why he redshirted himself Uh -uh. i just know he is in the transfer portal now yeah Um. so obviously he wants to go to a different school which i don't blame him our team is doing so bad that we're predicted to lose to almost every single conference opponent. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I see some hope in other, in like some games, maybe, maybe against San Diego State, maybe against San Jose State. You know, I, I, Hawaii is Hawaii is Hawaii. They're just they're just big. They've historically <laughs> just been yeah. huge, and just I will I will eat you on the on the line, mm-hmm. which they have for the past two years <laughs> since we've been here at least. So. I, I just don't know. So much evidence for us to go over. And it, if we truly do lose to UNLV, I think that solidifies us. Yeah. I, I know they're top of our of our conference right now. I think they're third or fourth. Yeah, third. Third right now in mm-hmm. the Mountain West Conference for fo- for yeah, for football. Yeah. They're doing really good. So maybe maybe take this game with a grain of salt if we lose. But we're losing to teams that we've contended against every year even last year when we had issues after um the texas state game last year we you know the incarnate word game that really sparked everything we still contended in a lot of different games it's looking like now we're not even going to contend in anything this year it's sad and i don't know if anybody needs to be fired you know, right. like I said, I kind of overreacted on my Twitter. So take it. <laughs> don't look at my Twitter. It, the, the post probably be gone by the time this episode airs. But it's it's something needs to change. Yeah. You know, I I always hearken the argument of like put Bianco in for the rest of the season. Give him experience. Give Shane some experience. Shane played a lot of our games last year too. Mm-hmm. Why are we not utilizing other options? We're just going with Brendan Lewis because he's what a like, Colorado guy. Yeah. He was on the team when the Colorado got one win. Mm-hmm. One win. What? <laughs> and it's obviously, yeah. I mean, and like you said, UNLV, you know, they're coming on a three-game winning streak right now. And those past three games that they've won, it's all been 40-plus points. So exactly. So it's going to be another, if Nevada wants to win, it once again comes down to that offense. Because the defense, they've been improving, and they can hold it down for so long. But eventually, when your offense isn't helping you out, 
it's it's hard to keep pushing that up. There, there's just uh, I'm hopeful as a fan. I am hopeful, but there's got to be a little bit of there's got to be a little bit of stuff there. I don't know, but anyways. So we do have to cut this a little bit shorter, sadly. But yeah, so thank you for to uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Talking Pack. Wow, words. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Follow us on our socials, if you may, on Instagram and Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. TikTok still pending. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so again, thank you so much. This has been Derek Raritan and Dom Gutierrez. Yep, have a good one, y'all. You as yep. Thank you, everybody.